welcome to a new episode of Chasing Geek. I am your host, as always, Night of Woa, Matt Mueller, and we have, as always, two... Pint Size Ginger, aka Selena and Gotti. What Woo-woo-t. up? So Defunk. this is another one of Here's... our, like, remote episodes. It's Can I say weird. it's hilarious right now? I know, because... my headset's way too big. I know. I'm oh, see, I wasn't even going to say that. Oh, really? It's funny because the camera... Is aimed like all I see is like <laughs> your tiny head and then these big headphones and then all this space above. It's just funny. Yeah, funny. yeah. I'm I'm using someone else's computer, not my own. So it is not uh, set up for a tiny person like me. But it's okay. Yeah, not in a bad way. It's just funny. It's just yeah. Funny. It's hilarious. It's awesome. I, I can uh, imagine that. So what are we gonna talk about this week? So, this week, we are talking about a webcomic turned graphic novel, The Tea Dragon Society. And um, I just have to say, first off, I love when webcomics get, like, hard copies. It makes me very happy. Um, I love being able to read them, you know, on the internet, but I love having something to hold in my hand once it's done. Kind of like with Nimona. Um... The similar thing where once it finished, I bought the hard copy of it. You know why I enjoy it as well? Because I seem to miss out on all of these as webcomics. <laughs> and I don't discover them until you hand me a physical copy <laughs> and go, hey, you should read this. And then I read it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. And it's like, like it's how did I not like have this years. in my life? Yeah. Yeah. Because this is twice now. This is the second time. And actually, it'll probably be the second of three because I ha- I haven't started the other one yet. Yeah. Uh, but I will read that. But that wasn't a webcomic. But it was technically a podcast. So, you know. Yes. It was same, also same uh, originally experienced uh, virtually on the internet. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> yeah. See, it, it, it makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, I have seen this book and the um, I've seen the cover and, I, and I've heard about it for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's always one of those things I'm like, oh, I'll get around to reading it at some point. Uh, I cannot tell you. Well, first, okay, before we get into <laughs> my reaction and, and talking about what is the Tea Dragon Society, for those who don't know. Okay, so the Tea Dragon Society originally started as a webcomic by Katie O'Neill back in, what was it, 2017? Oh, no. Forgot the date. <laughs> I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> Uh, uh, first edition oh, 2016. So, yeah. uh, so the actual like first post on her website is September 1st, 2016. Um, God, it doesn't feel like it's been that long since I started looking at it. Um, it's one of those I've been following her on Twitter for a while. And when I saw that she was doing a comic labeled The Tea Dragon Society, I could not uh, not read it. So um, I followed along with her updates and stuff. But, so, The Tea Dragon Society is a book about, uh, starts off with a young apprentice, um, blacksmith, who's apprenticing under her mother, which is totally cool, and she gets introduced to The Tea Dragon Society by a little mishap, and that's kind of where our story starts. You might want to back away from the mic a little. Okay. I hear like uh, it's like not feedback, but it's like uh, spiking. Okay. So. I can also try being quieter. He told me to speak up with it, so. Oh no, you're good. No, that's perfect. Like okay. right there is great. Cool. 
So continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> so since we can uh, cut that a little bit, how about I just... Uh... Oh, look Sorry. up the date? Uh, well, no, I already looked up the date. Um, so yeah, the Tea Dragon Society is about a young girl named Greta, who's a blacksmith apprentice, and it's about the people she meets as she becomes entwined in the enchanting world of tea dragons. Um, it's a really beautiful book, and it's a lovely story filled with all different types of, like, representation, even though there's not many characters, which I think is, like, pretty awesome. Um... And so, yeah, the story kind of starts off with Greta not really knowing why she's learning to be a blacksmith. Because not many people use swords and stuff like that or need armor like they used to. Uh, but her mom wants to teach her. And then it kind of goes from there. Okay. So, one, the first thing you see on the cover mm -hmm. uh, is, I mean, aside from Kitty O'Neill's gorgeous art, uh, is... This cute little, what looks like almost like a little cow. It's like a little cow with wings uh, <laughs> in the middle. So, like, initially, like, that's all I had seen. Like, I actually hadn't seen any of the interiors or anything. So all I had seen on the internet was the cover. And I was like, oh, the cover's cute. Like, it's really, it's, it's adorable and stuff. Once you get into this, this book is, is just stunning. It's beautiful. Like from, oh, my God. It is so... Uh, it's just so magical. Like that's, I feel like that's the best way to describe this book. Uh, the way, uh, the art flows from panel to panel. Oh yeah. Um, the layout he, is just yeah. amazing. It's, there's so many cool layouts. Uh, the, especially, I mean, even the opening page, which essentially almost looks like, um, like two, like two windows on either side. It's like, it almost mm -hmm. forms like this little house with the way it's laid out. Well, uh, it's, the characters are adorable. It's almost uh, like an old style triptych, you know, showing different yes. parts of an image to, but it's different parts of the story, literally different and parts I, of the story. I want their house. The, oh. so, so the little house. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I want like a recreation of that. And I want pops of all of these characters. I've already oh, I know. Decided. So, like, the story kind of continues with Greta after talking to her mom and stuff and um, her cute, adorable little tiny companion. Um, what do they call it? Brick? Yeah, Brick. Um, going out in the town and they see a tiny little defenseless tea dragon in an alleyway and they decide to save it. She just happens to have come from the market and has, like raw meat in her bag and throws it to the wolves, which then makes them leave the tiny little dragon alone. Um, luckily, her father knows where the dragon came from, and that's when Greta gets introduced to the Tea Dragon Society. Uh, how do you say that name? I'm which curious. Which one? Uh, so it's um, it's the, the Tea Dragon owner. That she meets originally. Oh, yes. Um, I feel like I pronounced it, like, three different ways as I was yeah. reading it, because I never quite knew how to pronounce it. I, I will say, like, go ahead, apologize to Katie for if we mess up any names. Um, I would think, like, Ezekiel, kind of okay. like that. I said um, Ezekiel. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay. So we're pretty, pretty agreed. Then I think it was it. That's, that's, that's what it looks like, and it, I feel like it fits the setting yeah that that fits um one of the things i 
one of the things I loved about this. So, okay. So after I read it, I was sitting on, uh, sitting out in the living room on the chair and we were, I was waiting for Nisa to finish getting ready for her improv show yesterday. So I'm reading it and I'm sitting there like the whole time. Like, oh, ma, oh, how can you disease? Oh my God. Like losing my mind over there. And she's like, what is your process? Like, you would really like this because she also likes another book called uh, Hex Vet, which mm-hmm. has a similarly like charming and bright art style. But one of the things that book does really well, and so does this one, is there's a limited amount of characters. Because in this book, there's, what, five? There's really, it's the mom, it's, yeah, there's five. Uh, so it's the two kids, the two uh, T-Dragon Society members, and then the mom. There's only those five characters in the entire book. But because there's a smaller cast, they can really kind of take time and explore the relationships between them. And I feel it's so rewarding to do that every so often because you get a lot of books, especially in like mainstream comics, to have these – like they have so many characters they have to work in. Uh, and because of that, you can't spend the time necessary to really get to know some of them. I think the limited cast here works really well. You, you end up with an understanding of all of them. They're all charming in their own different ways. Uh, yeah. But there's layers there. It's not a simplistic kind of, oh, they're endearing. It's There's layers, especially when you, like, as you get further on into the book. And I don't really want to spoil stuff because you should read it. Uh, but it's not Selena. I'm talking to you, though. Yeah. <laughs> She's already read. She's already read. Uh, so, but you should read it. I don't want to spoil stuff for you because there are actually a few, like, really rewarding surprises um, kind of as we get further on. Uh, so I... I just thought it was completely charming. I came away. I laughed several times. Uh, the sweetness of it is never so sappy that it goes into cheese. It's it's a, just a it's a very nice. It hits a very uh, almost Disney level of charm uh, and innocence, but it doesn't mm-hmm. ever bleed over too far. It never goes over into. So it's like oh okay that's. That's smaltzy. Like I need a, you know, I need I need insulin for how sugary that is. Like it doesn't it doesn't ever bleed over to that. Um, and also the little the little tea dragons are yes they're cute, but they're so like it's amazing how even just a few panels with them adds to the overall scene. It uh, does, especially like Manette. Right? Is am I saying mm-hmm. that correctly? It's I believe so. Um, okay, so. Her little tea dragon is, is the cutest little it's thing. So but it's the scenes that like when he when she's just around, mm-hmm. he, they're they're always adding to the scene. It's never just like, oh hey, there's a cute little thing in the corner. Like they're always adding to the scene and then it's always part of the narrative as yeah. you as they're talking and having these conversations. It's really interesting. Um so one thing I love about what Katie did was she not only made like a character list that you can look at and read little descriptions about each character, but she made an almanac for it too. And so the almanac goes like more in depth about the tea dragons themselves. Um, even talks about like how to care for them and their diet and their grooming. I love that. And like um, if you go onto her Tumblr page, which if you Go onto the website for the Tea Dragon Society. You can find a link for it. Um, but you can see a question where someone's like, "Why do they? Why do some of them wear jewelry and stuff?" And it's like, like same reason why people wear it. 
fashion and because I want to. Um, <laughs> and also, she describes the tea dragons as being like teenaged cats. Um, it's kind of hard to tell them no when they've decided they like something. Um, and the almanac, though, like, talks about how they really like to impress other tea dragons, and so that's why they care about their grooming a lot, and they have to be brushed every day. I mean, in the book itself, without the almanac, it talks about how they are high maintenance. One reason why the society has kind of fallen apart is when they live for hundreds of years. Um, if you look at the almanac, they can live for 500 to, like, a thousand years. Even the other older beings don't live that long, so they end up also going through multiple caretakers. And so not only are they high maintenance, but they're literally a lifetime uh, commitment for anyone who gets one. Um, kind of makes me think of like parrots, you know? They live for like 80 years. Um, except for like have times actually, 100. Have we actually mentioned what a tea dragon is? We have I don't not. I think we have. So, so it, it sounds kind of like the name. It is a dragon that grows herbs and leaves and flowers, or whatever type of dragon it is, off of itself. And then those can be taken off, plucked, or uh, kept, dried, and then turned into a tea. Um, each one has a different flavor of tea. Um, so, like we mentioned, minutes is chamomile. There is a Rubio's, a, a Jasmine, and at the very end, Ginseng, which Ginseng's so cute and little. Can we also say the Earl Grey is awesome? Oh, yes. I just love that there's a tea dragon, like an Earl Grey tea dragon. There, just there's just, I mean, if you look it up, um, you can find where she's done images for not only Earl Grey, but like um, Black Tea and um, a few others. Hibiscus um, is adorable. Hibiscus mm-hmm. is, is amazing. Also, when they are brewed a certain way, you are they, allowed to see the memories yes. of the previous. Now, I was always un- – I was a little unclear as to what um, – so if – let's cause let's say you're the new owner. You're mm-hmm. a new owner of a, of a tea dragon. And the bond can take a few years. But yes. once you bond with it, are you able to then brew the leaves and see – the previous owner's hmm. memories, or do you see the tea dragon's memories of the previous owner? They it never mentions that. Um, okay. I would guess probably no, um, just because that would be like a special bond between the tea dragon and its previous owner, and so they wouldn't want to imbue that. Um, okay. I know we're talking about dragons, but I do want to mention that there is strong magic in this world that they've created. Um, in the Almanac states that the history of the tea dragons, they came about from people basically getting the runts of litters from dragons and slowly breeding them down, but using magic along with the herbs and, you know, plants and stuff to embed them into them until they were just one. Um, so they're literally just magic on magic plus tea. Um. <laughs> such a random it's such a random combination but it's amazing. it truly is a uh, charming it's yes. so charming uh, um, and there's so much lore here there is I'm curious have has she said anything about a sequel has she said anything about doing I, another series is the web cam- is the web comic still going 
So the webcomic has ended. It ended okay. before she uh, published the book. So far that I know, she hasn't talked about there being an, anything else. But there is the T-Dragon Society card game by uh-huh. Renegade, which is fantastic. And there's also the uh, T-Dragon plush of Chamomile, which I like need <gasps> in my life. What? Yes, there is a plush of Chamomile. And she even has the little tiny flowers poking out of her head. I oh know. Oh my god. I know. If you, uh, we'll probably have to like put a picture somewhere in the we notes will put or something. A link to that. Or a link. Um, <laughs> also to the card game. I mean, Renegade is great, but yeah, the uh, card game is kind of like a deck building light. Um, it's a family friendly game you can play. And in the game, you have a tea dragon and you're kind of uh, nurturing it. <laughs> So the different cards you play kind of can help you nurture your tea dragon more and stuff like that. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Um, I have I, to play this. I know. I have, not I, I have not played it. I don't own it yet. I do need it, though. Um, at one point, when I still worked for Southern Hobby, I had it on my pre-orders, but I, I left and had to cancel on my pre-orders. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I just never got around to buying it myself, and I need to. That's I'm probably going to fix that really soon, I'll be honest. Um because it. it took me a while to buy the book, just because, you know, life and well, money yeah. stuff. Yeah, for real. Um, so now I need the plush and the the game, the game. I mean, I collect board games and card games anyway, so I have to have it. I understand. I'm right there with you. That's kind of the intro of the book. Um, so not, she returns a little tiny tea dragon that she found. Turns out it is the adorable Jasmine. Um, and when she does, she meets, um, uh, Ezekiel and his husband, um, I am blanking on his name. Help me out. Man. Uh, Eric, I believe. Eric, I yeah. Was, was it Eric? I was yes. like, it's okay. a, it's a nice, simple, short name. Uh, yes, Eric. Um. Yes, it is so, Eric with a K. Ha Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, um. That she kind of gets introduced to the history of tea dragons and, you know, what it's about. And apparently since she helped save Jasmine, like, she can come anytime and spend time with them. Um, and not only does she become good friends with them, but she becomes good friends with uh, Mignette as, since she's staying with them. Um, and she also has her own little tea dragon, like we mentioned, Chamomile. Um, and... The friendships that they show, I think, is what really makes this book special. Not only is it the art, but just you can see their friendship slowly blooming. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I agree. And I also really find, um, I thought the the love story that's here was yes. so wonderfully done i i just thought it was and i don't want to spoil stuff you know uh yeah because i think that moment's great like the well actually not moment like that series of it it is and that that ending Um, uh scene is just in that sequence of showing the love story is just perfect (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah it's one of those that is like you could if this was a movie or something i probably would have been bawling at this point because it's just so Beautifully sweet, not sickly yes. sweet. Just it's just kind of pure and beautiful. Yes, um, I agree. And all of that 
Um, so that's another thing where the fact that the tea dragons, their tea can Im- uh, be imbued with memories really helps the storytelling of the comic. Because instead of just a straight-up flashback or, you know, um, whatever, they are able to make it tied to the current story that's going on very easily, which I liked. Yeah, I love that. Also, I just love that we got, and I don't, okay, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm going to give it a shot. Ruibos? Rubos? How do you say it? Ruibos? Is it Ruibos? It's too I, I've heard it pronounced so many ways, I'll be honest. Okay, so he's the Triceratops-looking T-Dragon, because <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a Triceratops. Uh, there's a, there's a, the way they split this book into chapters is by season. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's just there's a flow to this book that's just really that's it, just really nice. Something you really had to experience yourself. Like yes. this is a book that needs to be experienced. Um, and from what I gather, he is Eric's mm-hmm. T dragon. Uh, at one point in the winter one, he's running around in the snow. He's playing in the snow. He's making <laughs> snow angels. I lost my. I laughed. I just laughed. It's just like there's just so many little sweet moments throughout this book, and they're not. That's not even part of the story. That's just a split. That's just literally moving from A to B. And it's just, it, that's so sweet. I also really liked, at one point they show, um, and it's a quick thing. It doesn't take very long. It's maybe a panel, maybe two. And they talk about the society's previous people, like the members yeah. that were part of it. There's so much there. Like, it was almost like there's one photo in particular that I was kind of like, I want a whole book about them. That, I know, right? And their adventures yes. and just what they did. Because uh, every single one of the characters looks really fascinating. Yes, they're so cool looking. And all the little and, dragons. Yeah, and we don't even see, you only see, like uh, like Selena mentioned, you only see four really in the spotlight here. Mm-hmm. And one of them's not really till later on in the book anyway. Literally so the really prologue. Three. Yeah, so it's three I mean, the dragons. epilogue. And so there's all these other dragons and all this other lore that she built. And it's just so there's so much there. And you're just like, I want to explore the past. I want to explore mm-hmm. the future. I, I, I'll i take more of the present. Like, there's just so rich. There's so much tapestry to this world. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. That's why I, I do like she made the almanac. Because the story itself teases about this even more in-depth history so much. And with very little, she builds a... A huge universe. And so with the Almanac, you can get a little bit more of that fleshed out. But there's still so much left that I feel like she could, if she wanted to do a whole, like, series, she could easily do that. Oh, absolutely. I would I would kill to see this. And honestly, I'd kill to see this in an animated series mm-hmm. or some kind of, you know, like, I would really like the, and I have not watched it yet. Uh, Shira, I have not watched it. It's on my list. As um, like eight other things, but I have not watched it. Yet. But I would like that kind of thing. Like a couple. It, it also reminds me of like Hilda. Have you watched that yet? Mm-mm. You can watch it on Netflix. It's a very cute show. Also, it was adapted from comics, but um, it's called Hilda, and it's adorable. And so I could see something kind of like this being translated to something the way that was oh Um, yeah um now if you want to see more of kitty o'neill's work the good news is there's plenty uh you can see princess princess ever after uh which is already out aquacorn cove and of course as selena mentioned uh the t dragon society card game uh, all of those are out now 
So mm-hmm. you can get your fix, so to speak, uh, right now and go read some other things. And maybe by the time you finish them all, we'll get some more of this, which I'd be perfectly yes. happy with. That would be uh, awesome. Um, another cool thing is if you go to her page, you can find where she's done different illustrations and that are up for sale. She also has a Patreon, so you can also go and support her art, um, which is, I mean, go support your artist. It's always good. Uh, that's that's another reason why I like buying the books, especially when I really love the webcomic. I'm like, you gave me hours of entertainment already. Let me, you know, <laughs> throw a little bit of money at you while also getting a really <laughs> cool product. Hey, it matters. Um, Absolutely yeah. it matters. Um, okay, so we will put all that in the show notes and everything, and we'll put links to her page and all that. Uh, and yep. of course you can always find us on iTunes. You'll find us on Google play. You can find us on your podcast app of choice and Spotify. Spotify. Uh, and then of course you can track <laughs> us down on Instagram, Twitters and the Facebooks. Uh, and then of course our typically our links for PlayStation network are in the show mm-hmm. notes. So you can always hit us up too. Yep. And like we said at the beginning, I'm pine sized ginger and I'm pretty much that on everything. <laughs> Uh, I try to keep it uniform. <laughs> and you do such a good job with it. So nice. Um, so easy to find. Me, meanwhile, I'm a clusterfuck of names all across the board. So uh, typically, though, it's- it will start with Night of Oa. It might be yeah. different at the end. Uh, if you want to find oh. me specifically on Twitter, which admittedly is where I am most of the time. But anyways, I guess then until next time, keep chasing geek. This is... Bloop.